Howdy, y'all. This is Eric Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. This week we had something a little bit different for y'all. We wanted to do a throwback to one of our all-time favorites, the Bigfoot episode. Does he exist? Does he not exist? Is he in your backyard staring at you right now? It's totally possible. I think so. I love Bigfoot, for sure. Andy, not so much. We're going to answer questions like, Did Bigfoot clap cheeks? Was Bigfoot the first stoner? So saddle up, toss me out the carriage, and roll me down the highway. Because we're going way back to one of our favorite episodes of all time. Back in the very beginning of Musings of Men podcast. I believe it was episode 3 or episode 5. So... This is going to be a new one for all y'all regardless of how long you've been listening because we had nobody listening to us back then. So this is a good one. It's an oldie but a goodie and I hope y'all enjoy. Remember, stay stoked and be good. What up? I'm Eric Adams. And I'm Andrew Vasloff. And this is the Musings of Men podcast. The podcast devoted to spreading stoke, all about procuring deep conversations, and providing our personal insight into life, love, and everything in between. What's going on everyone out there? This is Eric Adams coming in with the Musings of M podcast. I'm here with my amigo Andy. What up? Not a whole lot, Eric. What's going on? Uh, nothing much. I mean, we had, we've been getting snow here, like, way more than usual. And oh, yeah. Dude, I have to say, I hate snow. I love snow, buddy. Dude, I swear. Like, okay, so snow to me is gross and disgusting. But, I mean, that's my opinion. Because it's like, it when it starts to melt, it gets all like slushy, you know, dude? Well, and yeah, like. That's not snow. That's like when it snows down here. Up north, is it stays firm. And, and it sticks stays, around. It sticks, and it's. That would really be even pretty. more of a bummer if it like stuck around. Because, like, uh, here's, here's well, my we're thing. We're actually prepared for it, though. No, That's true. We're not down here. But um, I had to I had to go. My old boss was like, hey, I need help with snow removal. And so uh, I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, why not? Yeah. So I go over there. Five and a half hours, dude, of me shoveling. shoveling you know, it was miserable, dude. I hated it. It was awful. But, I mean, what you going to do, really? I guess is the, what it comes down to. Exactly. So I did it. I hate snow. It reaffirmed everything I know about snow, which is that I hate it. But that's been stated. Yeah, so what do we got going on today? What is the... We had an interesting topic. What was it? It was Bigfoot. Or is Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Which Eric here is the expert, if you didn't know that. Some of us believe, some of us don't. Some of us have experiences to... You know, kind of solidify what we already might have thought. And that's me, boss. Yeah. I mean, I personally think it's a guy in a gorilla suit, but, you know. Well, I think you're incorrect given the evidence that is out there, which we shall get into. But first of all, like, what is your, what is your, like, main thoughts on Bigfoot? I think it started off with that picture taken back in, or not a picture, it was a video taken back 67. in. 67. 67. Shall get into and that was actually proven to be fake. No, it actually wasn't. 
From what I, I read. Hey, hey. From what I read. Well, what was, you read was incorrect because it was proven to be bullshit. No, no, you're you're incorrect. Let me actually get into that. So, the first real documented sighting um, that's famous, at least everyone knows, um, is the Patterson Gimlin films, filmed in 1969, and so basically it was filmed by this guy who um, ran through the woods on horseback with his buddy in Oregon, which is a Bigfoot hotspot, by the way. And so they're just going along, and um, let me see. I'm trying to get the accurate details. Uh, let's see. So basically, what happened was he he shot a um, a bigfoot. The film is a it's about a minute and a half long, and you see the guy holding this camera at the bigfoot, who's across the river from him, and he's walking, you know, and. It's about a minute and a half of that, uh, but only a few seconds of clear footage, and there's an airplane ahead. Yeah, it's, that'll be good. It's yeah. fun. It's still heroes. Yep. But, I mean, but that's... But I think it was proven to be fake. Like, I think the guys came for, from what I read. Where's your sources, brah? Uh, it was, I think, an old New York Times article. An old New York Times article, huh? Here we go. So, alright, here's all my, um, here and we go. Multiple, like, I think here we go. A YouTube video, and it, I think the guy came forward and said it was fake. I think, I know. I don't, okay, here's, here's the notes I got. You're thinking of something else, because, so, the most famous and controversial, um, uh, piece of evidence, however, is the Patterson-Kinlan film, uh, which portrays, you know, footage of a, large, you know, bipedal ape-like creature roaming across the hills in Northern California, not Oregon, in Northern California. Yep. And according to the guy who shot it, um, his friend Robert and team came across the creek while horseback, riding on horseback, trying to gather evidence for Bigfoot. So they were looking for Bigfoot and they got lucky. Um... And they were shocked at the appearance of a creature, and it took about, you know, the good footage was about 20 seconds long. Um, and they pa they were panicking, dude. The horses were, they're actually, you know, freaking out because they're like, dude, what is that over there? You know, like it's kind of, it's kind of large and weird, and like I don't know what it is. And ever since that faithful day, the film has been repeatedly inspected and dissected. You know, and reconstructed by scientists all over the world um, in a bid to discover if the film was real or a hoax. While several people have come forward claiming that they were the man in the costume, studies of the film have time and time again indicated that the subject may have been a real biological creature, one of the most damning pieces of evidence used by skeptics to debunk the film. It's a completely understandable, you know, I'm sorry, unsustainable rumor that Bigfoot costume used in the film was designed by a legendary makeup artist. You know, so people actually thought that John Chambers, who's like a Hollywood um, costume designer, you know, spent a lot of time like create this costume, essentially. But that was proven to be fake because why would he build such a complex and like well, some people, perfect, well, you know? Some people think this is 
like an unused, because um, obviously this was in California. This was 1967, and people, some people think this is like an unused King Kong costume from back in the day. Right, I heard that. So, actually, and so, and so I have an article up, and it's about the Patterson um, Gimlin film, and it, so it, it's an interview, and. just seems so actually the the costume technology they had back in 1967 you know they didn't have anything to you know any technology um to make like artificial muscles and that wouldn't be incorporated in the hollywood costume scene for decades you know to come with the only possibility um showing up in Films that were made in the early 2000s, essentially. It just, I, it, to me, it seems a little too, too unbelievable. I don't know, man. Put. I feel to, like it, it's a little, little mixture of everything. I don't um, know. So, um, let's see. I'm getting to. So the head of biomechanics in the USSR at the time. This guy, I'm gonna butcher his name. It's Dimitri. Oh, Dimitri Donskoy, I think. Dimitri. Um, they're central. Uh, they're the Central Institute um, in the USSR for biomechanics, and with the physical, you know, nature of the of how the creature looked and how it moved, there's they. they so they actually tried to have a bunch of people recreate how it moved and okay. recreate how it how it walked you know and what they found was and what they found was that that was near impossible for any human to do i mean they tried hundreds of people you know all over the world trying to recreate how this thing walked and they found it its gait to be a little its gait was like three feet you know three feet between steps and they tried to have people recreate how it moved you know and the muscle movements and they just couldn't get it to work because the way that you know the um Wait, you're looking at it right I'm now. I'm looking at the film right now. You know? And... They could not recreate how it... Could not, yeah. You know, how it moved. Alright, we're watching it. We're watching it. And... And it just seems to be landscape shots for the time being. And it's them... Yeah. It's know, a full movie of them kind of exploring in the woods. Yep. So actually human and primate locomotion experts have, you know, worked painstakingly to recreate the how this creature walks, the gait of the creature, you know, how it its muscles move and everything. And with human subjects, they just found that the wild creature in the film, its gait does not resemble any known primate. Okay, so here we go. It's also extremely, like, and... It... It... Even in a laboratory setting, they couldn't do it. So, looking at that, obviously I've seen that many many times before it looks to be that 
It kind of looked just like a normal person walking with their arms slumped over. And then when it looks over, it starts to like really get the Bigfoot look. So I don't... That kind of just looks like a guy in a suit. It's not, though. They didn't have the technology to make a suit like that in 67. Or the ability with 16mm film to somehow Photoshop it in. And like, well, I, and like, like I've said, people all over the world have you know tried to recreate this in a laboratory setting yeah no human can walk like this thing walked no human could you know capture the true gait of it and those who you know came close said it was incredibly uncomfortable and painful to walk that way let alone the creature's height i mean the creature was probably about nine feet tall but with hollywood special effects there was hollywood special effects in 1967 i don't think so it was shot on film dude Yes, it was shot, shot on, on a film, film camera. You can't alter that. 16 millimeter, yes, but you can't alter that. You'd be surprised at what they could do back in the day. It, it wasn't. I don't it was know. taking place on rocky, uneven ground. Well, yeah, but you don't know what they put. If it is a suit, which isn't very hard to pull off, because in '67 they didn't have that technology. You look back at you know everything that is there in that time period. Nothing resembled anything close. To like, what about the creature of Black Lagoon? That was a suit. When was that film? 1953. So the the problem with that is that the suit there was not anywhere near as you know, detailed. Like this thing had muscles, dude. You could see the muscles moving. If you look closely at the film again, look at it again. Look at it again. You can see the muscles moving. Let me try to pull it up so you can actually see it. So if you look, Purdue University uh, Global on ad, your schedule. Uh, yeah. But it, yeah. it just seems like a little too. It seems shaky. Yeah, it's it's on a film camera on horseback. But I feel like it's. I mean, the guy who shot it, everyone who was there who shot it, knew what okay, they saw. So I, 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 hold on. Because when it's looking ahead, it's walking like a normal person, and then right. when it turns its head, seen? it starts to like. But have you seen... Okay, here we go. Look at that. That's a more close-up. So when you see this thing move, if it will move, something like that. I'm going to show it. There you go. I'm trying to find, like, the legit... Um, original film. Do-do. Here we go. Uh, here's it in 4K, actually. You see that? The way it moves. You see the muscles there? Yeah, you see, but you see, you see just, how it, you see how but, it looks. But, Do you see how it but looks? It seems like okay. So it's walking like normal, and then then it really starts to get exaggerated before. Yeah. You see, no person in the world could recreate that, and they all said it was terribly uncomfortable. You have to take and consider the terrain, the terrain that they're at. You have to look at the creature. Look at the creature. Look. How it's moving, dude. It looks, it moves like it's a biological, you know, full like creature. You know, do you see that? Like, you can't, you can't. Like, I mean, and and in this film, you can see it, you know, turning around. The more you look at it, the more it, you know, is legit. Okay, but the closer you get to it, the grainier it gets. That's because it's 
16 millimeter film, okay? <laughs> See, I just got to give him a break, dude. Here's the thing about people who are skeptics of Bigfoot and who have so some people will not believe in Bigfoot yeah. because it boggles their mind too much to think that there's an unknown ape in North America. Oh, here we go. That can somehow survive. You see that? Look at it. We're watching it in slow motion now, going backwards and forwards, and you can legitimately see everything that I've described. You know, you can see the muscle movements, you can see the shape of it, how, you know, in the face and everything, and you can just see how, yeah, it's how biological it looks, how real it looks. Yeah. They didn't have the technology to fake this in 1967. That's just a fact. So, I mean, this kind of okay, questions so, everything that you know, which is probably the reason why people who don't want to believe it exists, why they have found that sort of basis for it. So, <laughs> again, I, I disagree with the whole them not being able to recreate. It's been tried over and over again, though. Every single time has failed. Explain that. Again, that seems like it's just Bigfoot's anywhere between eight and twelve feet tall. So you can put so there are boots that you can put inside of a. Do you really think that what you just saw could move naturally as it did? It moved really naturally. Do you think it could move if it had boots on and if it was a person? Yes, with a muscle suit because they are they still hey they did they did not have the technology to even remotely recreate that they don't even have that today let alone 1967 no that's 50 years ago they could, do, they could probably do it today or more recently they cannot they do can, that they can. you don't understand they could no they couldn't yes, they no could. they couldn't you're absolutely wrong i mean that's just how it is dude yeah, that's your opinion man it's but not it's an opinion a, it's a fact right there i tell you what because Oh, and do you want some more evidence? So besides the film, if the film doesn't convince you, so the creature is more intelligent than a normal, you know, primate, and it's believed that um, they may show some level of care for their death, which is why you never find bones and carcasses for them. And it might be a very primitive form of burial, but Native American, you know, tribe people have spoken of these this coexisting with this thing for hundreds of years you know as far as their history goes back they have all spoken of coexisting with this they call it, some call it the guardian of the woods some call it a demon you know but this is something we're very much aware of all over the country and in fact all over the world how do you explain ancient people from every corner of the world reporting the same thing having zero contact with each other i mean people in north america to people in you know europe and asia people have the culture many different cultures have the same mythos it just goes under a different name like the people who don't know each other people who have never so people the, who so are tribe tribe so tribal tribal people. so native tribal people like the himalayans there's the yeti in north america you have bigfoot in so then how, explain me this okay how come they describe the same creature in two different parts of the world hundreds and it goes back thousands of years explain that okay so that the is the same creature in detail okay so take I'm trying to think of like a good example where the romans and the greeks live right next door to each other they had similar yes. gods that was a more modern time Trans, it's it's all about you know you there. 
You can't explain it, can you? I'm trying to think of a way to explain it that makes sense. But you can't. However you dress it up, it's the same thing. It can be considered the same thing if you think about it. But how come people... What, I, that doesn't really answer my question, which is how come people in different parts of the world, thousands of years ago, having zero contact... Again, people in North America and people in India reporting the exact same thing. Because culturally they have the same sort of... How can their cultures have developed identically? Because they're people think the same and nature thinks the same way. They're, just, they're not describing a god. They're not describing a deity. They're describing a physical creature that they coexist with. Yes, and legends and myths, it varies from culture to culture, but it has the same base ideals. Again, not that doesn't have anything to do with a creature. Like, I mean, you don't, you don't see, hey, hey, you don't see, you don't see pictures of, up until the Europeans came to America, you don't see pictures of horses in Native American cave drawings. But cave drawings dated back to thousands of years. Or maybe. in their history. Or in their oral history. You don't see horses until the 1500s. Okay. But you see Bigfoots in the entire thing. But, but a horse isn't a legend. It's a physical creature. It's a, it's yeah, and a, a Bigfoot creature. is a physical creature. That's what I'm saying. A bit of Bigfoot is myth. It's not real. Bigfoot and is real. Bigfoot is real. You know what? You're right. All right, here's some more evidence for you since your feeble mind cannot understand this. I'm not feeble mind. So the, here's the reason why they can't find bones. They can't find bones. Actually, they didn't find bones of certain primates in South America until 200 years ago. People who, they know they're there. They've seen them. They've captured, you know, you know species of these, or um, specimens of these creatures. They don't have any, you know, fossil records of them because around here, our climate in the summertime, hot and humid as hell. And there yeah. is no way, there is no way. And in fact, bones decompose in months. Yes. So, if they bury, they're dead. And the bones decompose, the bodies decompose, where's your evidence? There is none. There's no evidence hey, that the hey, is real. There's no evidence that a lot of creatures that we know to exist even exist if you're going by that standard. So? But it's a, it's, it's a myth. You know, all right, all right, let's go back to population. The population of Sasquatch is estimated to be only about 100,000. That's super, super rare. You can find, okay, but, but, you can find tigers in India, okay? Yeah. They were thought to be extinct for a long time. No one had any evidence of them. We still don't have bones of these things. But okay. yet, very, I mean, India is a super densely populated place, so you're bound to run into these. Yeah. So okay. people do. Only very occasionally. Sometimes only a couple times a year. People run into Sasquatch only a couple times a year, only in underdeveloped, you know, we have a lot of woods in this country. We do. We have a lot of places for these things to hide. And in fact, the more that we expand into their territory, the more sightings there are. Don't you think that's a coincidence? Compare legitimate sightings to fakes. You can see, you can actually see a difference. And in fact, another thing I want to get into is the footprints. Okay, I have a lot of information on this. Let me find it. So, before I go into my personal experience, so I have you, a couple so more if things. You, if, so, if you couldn't tell, this is a, not really a debate. This is more him schooling me on Bigfoot. Oh, you betcha. I still don't believe in it, but... Well, see, you're wrong. For a large primate in North America, they have the food supply, they've got the habitat, they've got the shelter, and in fact, the more that people expand into their territory, the more sightings there are. Don't you think that's a coincidence? So, when do you, we think, came we'll, do you here, think we'll coexist someday? Yes, they all coexisted with the Native Americans. The Native Americans spoke of this. Some thought of it as a deity, a guardian of the woods. Some tribes thought of it as a demon, you know, that they had to protect them. Like the Cherokee devil 
in North Carolina. This is one of the most, you know, feared creatures among the tribes in that area because they call it the Sukalu. The Sukalu, okay. And what they and what they meant by it was it would take control of your mind. You know? And there's some all right, there are some things about Bigfoot I don't agree with, which the supernatural, you know, thing, I don't agree with that. But it is a physical, you know, large primate living in North America that just doesn't have to happen to be known by science. But the more that we go out and look for it, and the more that we find evidence for it, the more it's becoming fact, not fiction. But it's you've got to understand that there's I, so much. There is so much yes, evidence. It's, there is so much evidence to support this. There is so much, and in fact, um, here we go. I'm going. Let's see. Here's so Bigfoot tracks. So specific so specific qualities. Of Bigfoot tracks, um, but it's the um, Dr. Meldrum is a professor of anatomy and anthropology, um, as well as kind of a Bigfoot junkie at the Idaho State College. He's qualified to speak on this, and what he says is that anybody's qualified to speak on Bigfoot. Man. No, not not entirely. Well, not, no you, you certainly aren't. I'm not trying to speak about Bigfoot. I'm trying to disprove that he's a... You can't disprove it with the amount of evidence that we have. So the number one thing... I think it's Hollywood bullshit. But it really isn't, though. It was shot in California in 1967. That was... And you know how many sightings there are? The big, main Bigfoot hotspots are Florida and Oregon. That's where you Florida. see the most Bigfoot. And in fact, and they have you, see the, hey, you see them, you see them <laughs> all over the country. Do you see them all over the world? They're all over the world. They are global. Okay, this is... Florida isn't... Oh, that's God, not evidence. Florida... Okay, yes, we're trying to cut off Florida um, from this yes. from the union, but it's a crack. Hey, all right, fine. Don't take that. Take every everywhere else in the world. Every single state has every place around the world has a Sasquatch. Okay. All right, let, let me get in. Let me get into this. Okay, this is kind of oh, this kind of. So, Dr. Meldon's conclusion is derived from several common qualities found amongst the footprint he casts, um, the footprints that he has cast and he has found, and he considers to be authentic. You know, the first is identification of dermal ridges. Okay, they're basically fingerprints for your feet. And <laughs> it's true, it's true. And so the patterns in the skin that are similar to the fingertips, um, and while dry plaster 10 times, 10 sometimes from um, impressions that seem like dermal ridges, it is not a common phenomenon. And basically what that means is that, so we, we got fingerprints on our feet. Yes. Right, and <laughs> primates of all you know, every primate we know. That's how we identify primates. Exactly. It's, so it's how we identify people. Yes. So dermal ridges is only a thing for living creatures. Anybody who's trying to fake a big footprint, it's easy. They don't have they don't have any detail in Just it. Just like it is easy to fake a Bigfoot suit. But here's the thing about the fake ones and the authentic ones. Okay, the authentic ones have dermal ridges on them. These dermal ridges are only found in living things. Do you, do you look at your... All right, look at my fingers. You see that? Yes. Imagine that on your feet. Each yes. one, each one, each one, indi- like, identifies an individual. Okay? Okay, I'm going to Like whales, you. okay, like whales have on their tail, they have individual tail. Okay, Andy's bringing out his foot. Let's, yes. let's check right, this let's, out. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. These are... So, yeah, record this for Instagram. Exactly. Okay, so these are on your foot. These are dermal ridges right here. And it's imagine your your hand, you know. If you look on the bottom of your feet, you got fingerprints on your hand. Yes, okay? exactly. It's 
this is a, this is unique okay, to living unique? primates. Okay, so but how unique is this to the modern day? Modern Bigfoot sightings. How long? So with Bigfoot footprints, how far back? How far back does Bigfoot footprints go? As far back as the people of this. As far back as people existed, they found Bigfoot. Native Americans found Bigfoot tracks. Native people in India, in the Himalayas, found Bigfoot tracks. In Africa, found Bigfoot tracks. Yeah. People all over the world found Bigfoot tracks from the beginning of time up until today. People still do it. The Native Americans recorded this. They have oral things. And when Europeans got here, plaster was invented to... When plaster was basically invented to, you know, to cast things, that's when they started to cast footprints. But people found... In fact, settlers in Jamestown, there's, there are reports, and this is written down in history, you can look this up, of people either running into these things or people finding footprints. They don't know what it is. So is that what happened to Roanoke? Is that no, that's not what happened to Roanoke Island. But it is a very common thing to find footprints of these things. Again, these are very, very rare creatures. Finding footprints... I just, is more I common feel, than seeing them, but I like just, it is with deer. But I feel like you can fake a thing. You can sure you can fake a footprint, but there's the differences between fake, the fake one and the authentic ones. But that's the things you can make a fake one look authentic through the ridges in your fingers. You can make it. You I cannot it. make it like that. But you can't. You can't do this. Modern technology, you can. There is detail. Well, enti- all right. So say you can do it today. Okay. You can't do this 10 years ago. You can't do this 30 years ago. You can't do this 50 years ago. You can't do this 200 years ago when people first yeah. started to <laughs> cast <laughs> these prints. Because it's technology. They did not. All right, 100 years ago. Yes. They didn't have the technology to cast footprints and to fake dermal ridges. And okay, yet so we still have. Look, the only. Look, if you're a living creature, you're a primate, you have which derm- I'm sure you some of you are out there, you have dermal ridges. That's the only thing that distinguishes a fake from a real. And if you go about 50, 50 years, we didn't have the technology to even comprehend this. Oh, my God. Look, You're that's, just, that's just with footprints, okay? I have even more. Uh, oh that's only God. that's only a tasting, the spacing tasting. between the footprints, the way that they talk. In fact, another way that people can decide if it's a real or a fake is how the footprints are, you know, spaced. Big feet, like big foots, what they do is it's one in front of the other kind of in a... Um, in a, in a line, in a straight line. Yeah. The fake foot, look, this has actually helped. People who have faked footprints are helping identify real ones by showing what a fake one looks like compared to something that is in fact authentic. For yeah. instance, you've got people whose feet, you know, people when they walk, they walk like this. You know, they walk yes, but spaced you can, out. You can easily You can have them. a three foot gait and okay. one height. No, no, no. I'm getting up. Okay, let me direct you. Okay. How do you walk sure. normally? Okay. How do you walk normally? Okay, like that. Now, try to stretch three feet and put one foot in front of the other. Exactly. Not uncomfortable. Do you think you could do? Do you think you could do that naturally? People will do anything for film. But you can't do it comfortably. You can't do it naturally. People in labs. People in labs for, you know, years tried this. It's not about comfort. It's all All about making. Go back. All right. Go back to the film. Go back to the film. <laughs> did anything in the film resemble what you just did? No, it did not. Do you think someone could do that easily? And you know, besides that, move. The head doesn't move. Okay, it doesn't go up and down like yours does. It doesn't lurch forward and then stand no, right but back if you look, when okay, you do that. So okay. 
you could fake this on film. You could fake. No, this. you couldn't. People in labs have done this, and they have proven it to be but it's authentic. Not about, it's not about comfort. It's not about comfort, but people can't even do it's, this. It's, it is semi impossible. It's it's possible with film. People can do it for a 1967. Short time. Yes. No. There is yes. no way. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? I'm getting up now. Okay, he's getting up. There's he's getting no up. No way. He's getting up. You can do. See when your body it lurches forward, and this isn't even three feet. It lurches yeah. forward. And then it stands right back up again. What you see is this. You know, like that. You don't hey. Okay, hey, so maybe hey, you maybe. don't you don't see this thing going like that. You know, you see it going like this. Like it's normal. Like it's natural. It's natural. It's a natural way for to walk. Okay, but, but how can they prove in this film with it being so grainy the actual it, girth of it not girth, but like that's look, people have proven that's how Bigfoot strides are. It's about three feet. In fact, you can measure it in the film. And not only that, you can look at Bigfoot tracks that have been found all over the country and all over the world. They're all the exact same. But all just, the authentic but, ones. But it just with that film, it just looks like some it looks like he has a stick up his ass. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. Oh it does. no, Andy, you're wrong. You I am not wrong. wrong. That is your opinion. No, I, you're one of these people who cannot comprehend the existence of a creature like this. Because it's not real. It's not real. Because you don't want to believe that oh it's real. My God. Because the evidence, the, the legitimate evidence out here. I, what if you saw it standing right there? I don't think it's a guy in a gorilla suit. What if you went up to it and it picked you up? It started shaking you. I would freak out. I would freak out. And then what if you tried to take off its hat and then it ripped your head off? Would you believe it's real then? What would it take? (laughs) Andy, Andy, what would it take, buddy? What would it take? For it to sit down, have a cup of tea with me, it'd be on the podcast. (laughs) The only way I would believe it is if Bigfoot was came here as a guest. That's the only way. Is that I the it. only way you're yeah. gonna believe this? Yeah. Or it's because s- your brain can't comprehend the existence of a large primate in North America. No, it has been proven before. In fact, we didn't know. All right, tigers, friends. So let's just take this whole tiger thing. Okay. Yeah. Would you believe? All right. Say there's this like this thing that they call a tiger out in India, yes. right? And it's got like these stripes on it. You know. And some people, you know, claim to have seen it, and some people, you know, think it's fake. What do you think? But there's... You can actually go and see a tiger. You have physical proof of Bigfoot. Oh, here's another thing that I would love to bring up. But he hasn't been put in, like, a zoo. You know what? We have DNA evidence, Andy. We have DNA evidence of an unknown primate in North America. Do you want me to to show you? Maybe it's a monkey that got out. No. If it was a monkey that got out, they could sequence that DNA to the species. No monkey. It's an unknown monkey. Yeah, it is an unknown monkey. That's what a Bigfoot is. <laughs> it's not Bigfoot. It's just an unknown monkey. Bigfoot. All right, let me break this down. It's a rare hey. species of gorilla. Exactly. That's exactly what Bigfoot is. <laughs> but it's not Bigfoot. That's exactly what oh it's an unknown primate species. Right. Oh. It is an unknown primate species. That's a, it is a primate like you, it's... like me, like a gorilla, like, like Timmy, the freaking... Uh, uh, tan- uh, what do they call them things that swing from the trees? Monkeys. No, he's a monkey, dude. Bigfoot is but an unknown does not primate. Swing. Oh my God. Gorillas Mon- walk somewhat like that sometimes. But gorillas cannot stand on their hind legs That's for that true. long. That's true. But here's the thing. You're a primate. I'm a primate. 
We can walk upright just fine. Yes. The thing about humans is that we don't want to think that we're animals, but we are. Well, yes, we are, but... You have to understand that Bigfoot is some sort of hybrid ape. That's all that he is. You're, you're, you're making it sound like so he's some sort of conspiracy. Because he is. No, who's so conspiring? You, so who is conspiring thousands of years these, ago across the world? Okay, so... You have the exact Are you saying thing. that... Okay, so what was a hybrid... The, a hybrid is a cross between two yes. things. It is a missing link. That's all it is. It is, it is an unknown primate species that, you know, some different species got a little friendly, and all of a sudden, now you've got this new species. That's how things happen. Oh my god. That's how things happen, dude. That's how new species are created. Alright, you know what? Take something different. Zebra, donkey. That didn't exist. And that doesn't exist anymore. But it did. Cause, cause, cause but it was one... real. It okay, was maybe real. he existed hundreds of years ago, but he does not exist now. Yes, he does, because there are sightings of him consistently. Okay, consistently. So, okay, so are you saying the chief... Okay. In the same area. Okay, so are you saying that a Native American chief... Oh. Clap the cheeks. I'm gonna cut this all out of podcast. Oh, keep this on. No. So you say no because it's backing up my evidence. Oh, it's free speech. Oh, but are you saying Lord. that some some native clapped the cheeks of some of some primate and then out came Bigfoot? That's how it works, Andy. Yes. So you're saying that a Native American? Hey, I mean this got happened friendly. far before you know. This happened far before. Native before people even immigrated into America. These things have been yes. around longer than that. Okay. Yes. These things. Are you saying that settlers clapped? You can't the go back. Are you saying there thousands was thousands of years to disprove this to, ha to stop it exactly. from happening? Exactly. That's what makes it un unreal. It, look again. Like I said, some of the feeble-minded people out here cannot comprehend this thing existing. All it is is a hybrid. Okay, it's a hybrid. Okay. Go it is other, a. Go into your other evidence. I want to okay, here's, so, here's, my, okay. Right, here's my other evidence right you here. Go into your personal experience. I'm going to do that right after I do this most important part of evidence. People have hair samples of Bigfoot. Or Maybe suspected hair samples. Now, hold on. Let me, let me expand. Some dude in Texas shot Bigfoot. Okay? He shot a Bigfoot. Are you sure it just wasn't some... Uh, these are two parallel stories, Okay. So there has been hair sent around to multiple universities from all over the world for DNA testing. You know what some of them come back as? What? Unidentified primate. They can't. It's a mon monkeys get out of zoos all the time. No, if, okay. it, hey, Andy, if it was a monkey, they could DNA like DNA sequence that to a monkey. They could find out what species it was. If they don't have it in their logbooks, oh you know, God. I guarantee you every university in the world has a catalog of every single creature that is known to man. Here's the thing, if it's not known to man, and it has some traces of primate in it, it's going to show up as an unidentified primate. That's how it works. And that's exactly what has happened. You can go online, you can find this stuff wherever you want, but it legitimately is, you know, it's a real thing. People don't want to admit that this is real, but this is what happened. It's not and real! It's and, not and real! It is real. It is. It's hey, not real! Hey, hey bud, uh, here's my other piece of evidence. Guy shot a Bigfoot in Texas, right? Yes took a chunk out of this Bigfoot. Like, I mean, shotgun around, freaking blew this thing to bits. Okay, where's Bigfoot the body? Bigfoot away. Bigfoot, he ran away to live another day. This guy found a chunk of his meat, okay? A chunk of his meat. Sent it in to be DNA tested at a lab. Okay, so You know what it came back as? What? Unidentified primate. Explain that, buddy. Explain that. <laughs>
You tell me. Hey, this is online, dude. You can read all about oh this. Say God. Bigfoot shot in Texas. You know There's what? another one that was shot in Oregon. Same deal. Oregon is a Bigfoot hotspot. So do you think he ate the Bigfoot afterwards? No. How do you think of Bigfoot tastes? Probably like pork. I kind of want to eat Bigfoot. I don't. I threw you for a loop there, didn't I, bud? I don't know. I wouldn't eat a Bigfoot. I would. Why? I, I would definitely eat a Bigfoot. Yeah, you know, there was actually another guy who shot another baby Bigfoot. It was a baby Bigfoot, and he was out hunting in the woods. I think this was in. I I honestly forget the location, but it was somewhere in the Midwest or the West of the United States. This is just in the United States. I'm not even going global, so I'm just, I'm saving you. But here's what happens. Okay. My mind. Yeah. This this will blow your mind. You know, this will give you something to think about. He shot a Bigfoot, right? A baby Bigfoot. The the mom runs away. He the baby Bigfoot falls. Okay. Okay. And now he goes over to this Bigfoot. Okay. He looks it. So he looks it in the face. This is on. I saw this on. um, On Discovery Channel one time, and he looks into the face of this thing. It had a face that was too human. It, it, like the guy described it as too human, and so he threw it in the back of his truck. So he, no, you, no, no, that's not it at all. No, no, let he didn't get any pictures, okay? But here's the thing: he put it in the back of his truck. He started driving down the road. He said, "This thing is too human for me to even comprehend. I can't do this. I can't do this." So he turns around, drops right back off where he left, where he found it, where he shot it at. Again. Hey, that's not even real, dude. You're looking. All right, here's the problem with what you've been doing. You've only been looking at all the fake stuff. Okay, you don't even have so like, any. You don't. You don't. Even, you don't even have the real stuff, dude. You've been looking at. You've been purposely looking for the fake stuff. Okay, what about that? I don't believe that for a second. Oh, this is okay. Would you like to hear my personal experience? I've heard your personal experience. Enlighten everybody else, my friend. All right, I will. So this, I love the beginning, bro. I love you too, brother. I really do. No, I'm a full Burma. Full Burma. Yeah. So. Just, and I want to make this clear. Like, we're not, like, mad at each other. We're just, no. we're just, just to, we're to just be, debating. like, to be completely weird, we're two best friends, yeah. you know, and that's just, we, we have this, this, this disagreement of it. We're yeah. not mad. We're no, just, no, no, no. We're, like, we're, we're having we're, a good time. We're going to go get milkshakes after this. Like, yes. I know. We're having up, a great time. Yeah. And you're paying. Um. <laughs> So here's the deal. Is it gonna knock off my debt? Nah, actually no. Nah, it won't. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is payment for me doing all the work on this, like editing and uploading. Okay, fair enough, fair so, enough. So okay, here's the deal. Two years ago, well actually, it was two years prior to my experience. My father is out in the Appalachian Mountains camping, okay. you know, with a bunch of Boy Scouts, and at about three in the morning. Which is when a lot of these people start to hear these things. Okay, another thing is the sound of the Bigfoot, which I'll get into in this. So basically what happens is he's woken up by what sounds like whales. Okay, in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains. My father is not an insane man. He's a sane human being. Yes. And so he, he listens to this for about 20 minutes. And then he's like, and then it goes away. And it's, it's, it's hollering between one Bigfoot and another Bigfoot. So there are two of these of these noises coming from two different directions. He doesn't know what it is at this point. Yeah. And so he, at, in the morning he wakes up and he's a little bit shy to ask about this because he doesn't want to seem crazy. Yeah. You know? And eventually he does 
you know, ask, and he brings up, he's like, hey, did anyone hear anything last night? Lo and behold, a bunch of the other people who were camping there were also woken up by this same thing, which sounded like whales, they all described. He was like, hey, what does it sound like you? He's like, whales? I can't explain it. So, um, excuse me, goes home, and he goes on the internet, and he's searching through all the sounds of all the, every single animal that is known in the Appalachian Mountains. None of them match. And then he gets a hunch from one of the guys who was there. He's like, I don't know, Bigfoot maybe? So he searches up the sound of a Bigfoot. Dead ringer. Exact, perfect, perfect match. And where did this recording of Bigfoot come from? This happened at um, this place called Camp Shenandoah in Swope, Virginia, which is in, in the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. Tucked away in the mountains. Far away from any civilization, you know, any town of any sort. That's where this happened. Okay. You can look it up, you know. And Bigfoot. So it's in, uh, it's right on the border of the George Washington National Forest, which has a few reported Bigfoot sightings. Bigfoot noise. So to continue this story, two years later, I am out in the exact same location. And actually, look up, look up a Bigfoot sound. So um, Bigfoot sound humpback whale, because some of them sound different. After that, I was out. In the, in the same part of the in the same part of the woods, camping, and I'm woken up at around you know two thirty three in the morning by what sounds like whales. And at this point, I was a little bit skeptical of what my father had told me. I'd known about Bigfoot for a while, and this is kind of what got me into Bigfoot, you know. And I I didn't really know what to make of it. It went on for about forty five minutes. It was a holler between one and two, so two Bigfoots, and I was a little confused. I didn't know what to think at first, and then I remember what my dad, his experience was two years prior, and I was like, holy crap, like, I just found, I just heard Bigfoot, two of them, for 45 minutes. That's a long call, you know, for two of these things to be out there doing that. Yeah. And... But it happens, you know, they were just hollering back and forth. And, you know, that that's my experience, you know. And I've, ever since then, I was a little bit skeptical, but now I'm 100% sure. Are you 100%, sure? Are you I, am, I am beyond sure. Are you sure that it wasn't just someone with a speaker? I would bet my life on this. I'm, I'm like dead ass. I would bet my life that Bigfoot is real. Because I know he is. Bigfoot sound recording... Uh, I'm trying to find, um, let me see. Okay, um, so while he's doing that, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. How do you feel after hearing all the stuff I had to say? I think it's a little. I still think it's a little. I think. Really, you think my? Not, do you trust me? Yes, I trust. I trust you. Do you trust what I? Yes, do you trust, I trust what I have told you? Yes, me? I do. Do you trust my experience? Yes, but I do think there is. There is nobody out there. There are not even rednecks around these parts. This is the <laughs> national forest. Then nobody is going out there with speakers. Nobody you, on you, two separate occasions in the middle of the woods. Everything adds up. I'm trying to find the recording. A recording. 
dude's just like blabbering on, dude. I'm trying to find it. Uh, here we go. Sasquatch vocalizations. I don't know. It's gonna start. Oh, you can kind of hear it. Again, it's like it was like a long wail. Again, that's exactly. Like that's exactly what I heard. No, that is a dead ringer. This is a hundred percent what I heard. I have zero. You know, I will bet my life on this. Okay. I seriously would. I mean, okay. you have to admit that there is something to this. Maybe. Maybe. You know, no, I'm serious. Like, Native American people for thousands of years have reported all over the world. The world. Not just here. You know, not just it, like 50 miles from here. It, all over the world. No contact with them in every place in the world. I mean, <sighs> Dermal Ridge is on the feet, dude. Freaking. Okay. All right, so. You got to expand your mind a little bit. To top this off, I'm going to ask you one question. Yeah. If you could sit down with Bigfoot, what do you think he would say? If you could just sit down and just talk to him, what would you ask him? I would ask him how he does it. How okay. he stays so secret. How he does, you know, how he is so hidden, you know, from the world and how he does it day to day. I feel like... He'll have some really interesting answers. I feel like he'll have a lot to say, you know. Another thing about these Bigfoots is that they, um, they travel around in clans. They're like tribes. They're tribal, like yeah. like humans. Just you know? must develop. So yeah. okay, so do you think you could bring him into the civilized world? No, because Bigfoot hates civilized world. I'm willing to bet because we have taken, you know, his habitat, his land, his home. Yes. You know. And in fact, a lot of the, the first reported sighting of a footprint of one of these things in like a city setting yeah. was at a construction site when they tore down part of the forest. This is out in California where Bigfoots are known to live. Yeah. And on the construction site, this guy found, you know, these footprints. Yeah. Guess what they had? What? Dermal ridges. That ass, bro. I mean, all I'm saying. We have a lot of land in this country. We still don't know anything much about what goes on out there. Hey, I didn't even mention the Canadian Bigfoot population. There's, there's actually, so this is a great point, is that there is a documentary out online about um, Canadian in the Pacific Northwest of Canada, uh, about a family of Sasquatch that lives in this one valley. I forget what it's called at the moment, but it's on YouTube. You should check it out. This guy goes in there. He gets full details of their facial features. You can see their faces. You know? It's on video. It's on video. Are you sure this wasn't just a bunch of paid actors? No. I mean, I'm 100% sure that it's legitimate. You can... All right, I urge you to watch this. I watched it a long time ago. Let me actually... I'll give out, I'll give out the name. Uh, it's right above. Let me see. Um, here we go. Let's 
It's called Discovering Bigfoot. Actually, Andy, I'm gonna have you watch the trailer. Add for hats, dude. GoDaddy, Go actually. Okay. It's called Discovering Bigfoot. It's released in 2017. A historic expedition. Does that look familiar? For man's greatest With my last bit of battery power on my camera, I was able to film these incredible images in full HD at 50 times optical zoom. You, no, 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 it's not. I swear, dude. Alright, you know what? I'm gonna have you watch this. Okay, it's called Discovering Bigfoot. It's on YouTube. Alright, well, watch, watch it. the I'll entire watch it. thing. Tell me what you think. Everyone out there who's listening to this as well, do the same thing because it may just, you know, help you. Alright, here's the thing. You're not willing to expand your mind to the point of accepting this thing. We have evidence. We have nothing but evidence. That's a mask. That's a mask. Really? That's a mask. Again, you're one of the people who can't be convinced. Nothing is going on. No, because it's not real. It is real. You have to. Alright, alright, alright. 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 If we're going to cap this off, all I got to say is that you got to look into this stuff and you've got to just keep in mind the fact that we still don't know everything there is to know. You want to know that you know. You want to think you know everything. Really, you think Native Americans from different parts of this country interacted thousands of years ago? I don't think so. They all saw the same thing. Do you think people in India, the Himalayan mountains, had such reverence for this thing that was fake? Really? So people from all around the world are seeing the same thing, and it's it's fake. Okay, everyone has their... Okay, so take the vampire. Take Dracula. Everyone has... Every... Nearly every culture has its own version of the vampire. All those cultures interacted. That's how it came to be. These people didn't interact. Still. Stuff like that. Myths and legends are universal. No, they're not. Not the people who don't know each other. That's what I'm saying. They don't have to know each other for it to be universal. Look, anyway, if, okay. All right, you know what? Um, this conversation has been very interesting. It has been. It's been... It's been live. It has been live. But I'll tell you what, you know, to everyone out there, I urge you, you know, go out there and explore, see what you can find. Maybe, you know, I mean, do some research into the evidence, the legitimate evidence, the hair samples, the flesh samples, flesh. the footprints the you know the analysis of this of these multiple films that show the same thing you know walking in the same way yeah. eight to nine feet tall jacked freaking gnarly thing dude okay. really really stoke worthy okay and yeah that about covers it dude yep. all right on to our media and our media 
is an even bigger pile of shit. <laughs> it's true. So this, okay, so Bigfoot may or may not be real. Is real. Mountain Monsters is fake. Mountain <laughs> Monsters is fake. Mountain Monsters is the biggest load of bullshit since Santa Claus. <laughs> and these guys look like Santa Claus. These are redneck Santa Clauses. <laughs> so I wasn't able to watch a whole season. Cause I've watched them all. Yeah, I know you have. I love it. So here's my thoughts and views. And it's going to be short. And it's going to be not sweet. All right, fine. It's a bunch of mountain people that get paid a lot of money to go out into the woods with guns. Yeah. And they just exploit people's disbelief to make money. I love it's it. entertainment. It it's, is. It's the finest entertainment, arguably the world's ever seen. I love it. It's so entertaining. I will. It's, it's funny. I it's, don't care if it's real. I don't care if it's fake. It is hilarious, and I love it. it. Although I think there's some truth to it. Possibly. I believe there is some truth to a lot of the, the, the of the things that I they feel go like after, the, like the dog, like yeah. the chupacabra, yeah, and all that. So you believe in chupacabra, but not Bigfoot. Because there's actual evidence that it's like a primal fucking dog that just survived <laughs> the world, that survived through the ages. Dude, there's a primal freaking ape, dude. Oh my god, we're not talking about Bigfoot anymore because I'm like exhausted. <laughs> uh, this is this this com- this podcast is like physically made me tired. <laughs> You're gonna have to carry my ass to the car because I am. This... I ain't doing that, boss. Lord, but mountain, but just the way they talk. I mean, it seems authentic, but it just seems like. So maybe it is authentic. No, just because the, gotta, the, just because the people just gotta, are authentic doesn't mean it's authentic. These guys seem like legit hunters. They seem like they know what they're doing, but it seems like just a bunch of acting. It's so entertaining. I don't even care. I seriously don't. Dude. <sighs> I mean, they got like a season seven is coming out now. I'm stoked. I watched all the episodes so far, dude. It's one of the best ones yet, dude. They come in full octane, dude. High octane, you know, nuts to butts. Making it happen. But it's... Again. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. People named Bobo and... <laughs> um, what, what's the other guy's name? There's uh, a... Hunter. Wild Bill. Wild Bill, yeah. Looks like Shelby the Swamp Man had a stroke. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> another one look. Another one is the assistant manager of Walmart. <laughs> it looks like Duck Dynasty on death. <laughs> You're not wrong, but yeah. And if you're listening oh. to this, I'm not sorry. But <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh my um, God! If y'all are listening to this, all I gotta say is that y'all are some of the best entertainers on the planet. Giving us Keep a good laugh. Keep at it, dude. I I will watch and buy all your merch. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. Got- all right, dude. Um. What's next? Quote, dude. In the moment, dude. All right. Quote. All right. Quote of the week is. He who fears will suffer, already suffers because he fears. Seems like a double negative. It seems like fear is. You can't have fear, dude. You gotta you can't have go fear because it. it just. It it'll literally. Rule your life. It'll just. It comes from all sides. It. Messes. You gotta be blind to it to an extent. You gotta just not care. Which, dude. ironically enough, fear does blind you. So you have to have a positive kind of blindness. You have to be. Um, gotta be aware. You have to be aware, but not oblivious. That's true. Don't let fear control you. That's the number one thing, because fear is going to hold you back. That's just what happens, dude. I mean, 
Alright, say say you're, you're afraid of diving with like sharks. Yeah. I've dove, I've dived with sharks before. It's, it's one of the most thrilling things you know you'll do, but I have to tell you a lot of people are scared of it for irrational re- yeah. reasons. If you've ever seen Jaws, yeah. But I have to tell you, if you don't take the leap and just go um, into life with the attitude of I'm gonna go do it, you know, I'm just gonna get it. Yeah. I'm gonna go after it, dude. You know, I'm gonna ride that wave that looks way too big for me. Yeah. You know. I'm gonna and you're good, take a chance at life. You're gonna have an awesome life. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about drink black coffee. You're gonna have a great life. <laughs> Besides that, <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, mean to each his own. But seriously though, like it, if you let fear rule your life and you never do anything because you're scared to do it, you're holding yourself back from really living life. Exactly. And that's just what it comes down to. Exactly. Like, it's all about you're doing that to you. Yeah. You know, yep. I and you can't blame other agree. people for your problems. No, because it's a victim. On, yeah. It's playing victim. You can't play victim, dude. That's not the way to do things. It's all on you. Yep. You gotta make this life the best life, because it's the only life you got. Exactly. And if you're making it suck, dude, that's on you. That's on yeah. It is. I firmly you can't do that. that. Dude, nice. Nice. That was a good analysis. All right, and then. All right. Um, what's next, dude? Uh, Andy, who's your dude of the week? My dude of the week, probably the cast of Mountain Monsters. Oh, yes. I think it's total BS. Sorry, if Wild Bill, if you're listening. I love you, Wild Bill. I just think it's hilarious. Cause it, it's the best show on earth. Because you don't have to believe in that stuff to be in a game. Yeah. The it's fact amazing. that they're just out in the woods, just chilling... Hunting stuff. That's just I can respect. It's the greatest that. show on earth. Because they found what works and they stick with it, which is I can respect that. Yeah. Especially in like show business, entertain like it's simple. You just go out in the out in the woods with a camera, a few loaded shotguns, <laughs> a bunch of beards. Yeah, that's that's it. That's great, man. What about you, man? My day of the week is uh, Cape Cod potato chips. I love, dude. Okay, if you're gonna eat a potato chip, make it Cape Cod. It's one of the best potato chips out there. It's the best potato chip. You get the full, you know, crisp, you know, action, dude. And you get the flavor of a perfected potato chip. I love them. I wouldn't rather eat anything else. So, right on, man. honestly, dude, cake pot potato chips for the win. All right, Andy, what is your moment of the week, dude? My moment of the week, Eric, following with what we've been talking about, well, kind of, is I made a sandwich for what I can only describe as Redneck Santa. <laughs> Do expand. Well, this gentleman came in. He had a certain red hat on. Oh, boy. Will not say which organization that's affiliated with, but it doesn't take a genius to Y'all already know. And this gentleman was actually a gentleman. He ordered a sub. I made it for him, I rung him out, and then he left. And I can only describe him as Redneck Santa. <laughs> he had the camo on, he had the big bushy beard. Nice. He was really pale, like just big fat white guy, you know? And but we love those people, don't but we? Exactly. Well, the, the nice ones. Yeah. The nice ones. I love anyone, you know? As long as you're nice. As long as you're a good person. I don't care if you're black, brown, white. 
orange, matter, yellow, dude. blue, green. Magenta. Purple. Ooh. Purple, dude. Right yeah. on. But. Nice, dude. It's all about what kind of person you are. Absolutely. What kind of person you believe. Who you want to be. Who you want to be, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, that's my moment of the week. Nice. Not much else to expand on. Right on. I hope I run into Redneck Santa again. I'd love to. I want to say what up. Yeah. My moment of the week um, was putting putting that pitchfork in the first pile of mulch of the season, dude. You I'm self-employed. And when I don't get jobs, I don't work, I don't get paid. Yep. And so I kicked off mulching seasons to call me. I actually got two jobs in the same day, but one of them scheduled for later. But this dude was so nice, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, dude, come over and do it. I was like, all right. So I took the weekend, basically from Thursday till yesterday. Yep. And I just got it done for him, you know? I did a quality mulch job for him, dude. You know, got paid. Feels good. Right on, man. And I was just so stoked because, like, he was so appreciative of what I did, you know? And this was not a small mulch job. No. It was like 14 yards, dude, which is enormous. But... I don't know. I was just really stoked to get the first one of the season out of the way. This feels good. Yeah. Good man. It's a good way to kick off the yeah money making season. A lot more season. to come, dude. Because spring is where I make most of my money. Yep. You know, summer and fall, I have some things, but not a lot. You know. Yeah. But yeah, good coming stuff, out man. of a dead winter, dude. Yeah. I'm stoked. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Well said. Well said. All right, dude. Well, thank you for listening to our little corner of the podcasting world. I'm Andrew. I'm Eric. And this was the Musings of Men. Catch y'all later.